Okay, now you can hear me. <laughs> yes, in Mark chapter 2 real quick. About, I guess about four months ago, I preached a message on the new wine bottle, okay? And the reason why is that God wanted to teach it. But he, he brought that back to my mind day before yesterday, and I couldn't let it go. The people of God are trying to put things into the new covenant or in the new way that don't belong there, right? Uh, you remember I talked about, let me get my place real quick, uh, what I felt denominations were. I felt that denominations are equal to division. And because a lot of times we get the word denominator or denomination from the word denominator. And like I said, if you use math a lot or mathematics, you have to have a number that could fit into a certain number evenly. You know what I'm saying? You can't put three into five evenly. You have to have, you only could put five into five or five into 10 or five into 15. Because the numbers work. But when you try to put a number that doesn't fit in the denominator, you get a wrong answer. Mm. <laughs> oh boy, stirring up some. <laughs> listen, I uh, listen. I I don't have no time to play with God. <laughs> when I talked about a few months back about that wine skin or that wine bottle. That Jesus approached the Pharisees and, and he said, listen, you can't take that old wine and put it into a new bottle. What's going to happen? The wine, the wine is going to bust the bottle, right? So you got to put the new wine into a new bottle. And Jesus was approaching the Pharisees in that time and what he was doing he was telling him, if you think you can serve God the old way, it won't work. You got to come the new way. Right? Amen. Oh, I'm preaching, man. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm starting to feel that stirring happening in me. Listen, if you're trying to kick your old life and to fit it into Jesus' bottle, it ain't going to work. Now, I'm talking to the church. Jesus was talking to the Jewish Pharisees in his day. Because they were trying to keep the old way. <laughs> and what they were trying to trying to shove it in the new bottle. Or the new way into the old bottle. That's what I meant. You cannot use something old to preserve something new. Listen, if you're trying to preserve your faith the old way, it ain't going to work. You got to come to the other side. You got to come to the new way. And that's Jesus Christ and what he did at the cross. And if you're trying in your life right now as a Christian, trying to keep some of the old ways, you're trying to keep the old pride and the old lust and the old anger and the old bitterness and all that stuff, that's not going to work. Because you got to put that new wine, your faith in Jesus, into a new bottle. Somebody understand what I'm talking about tonight? Here in verse 22 it says, and, I, and no one puts new wine into an old 
skin on old bottle, wine bottle. Or else the new wine bursts the wine skin or the bottle. And the wine is spilled. <laughs> My Lord. Come on, somebody. You can't serve Jesus with your old ways. Come on. You can't serve Jesus in, in the old sins and the old statues that you had in your life. There's only one way you're going to serve Jesus. you got to come with some new wine into this new bottle. This, this faith you have has to be put in a new bottle. You can't carry your old religion with you. Come on, somebody. You can't carry your old system with you. You can't carry your old life with you. You're not going to be able to put that into the new bottle. And God spoke to my heart just two days ago. Son, stop trying to drag the old way into this bottle. Forget about the past. Forget about those things that are behind. Press forward for those things that are ahead. Listen, what's ahead is a whole lot better than what you're leaving. You can't change the past. Don't try to bring it with you. Come on, Holy Ghost. Come on. Hey, you can't, you can't change the way you were. Only Jesus. You got to go with your faith and put it into the new bottle. You got to carry that brand new faith, that brand new love for God. Listen, I tell people all the time, if you're going to stay in the past, you're going to die. Hmm. If, you, if you're stuck with your past regrets and your past failures and you're always going back on that, you're going to die. Satan wants you there. He wants you defeated. He wants you depressed. He wants you discouraged. If you're a born-again believer, forget about the past. Go on to the future. Take this new covenant of yours and new faith. Put it in a new bottle. Stop, stop jamming it in the old bottle you had for years and years and years. It's going to bust it. I'm on, Holy Ghost. Oh. You don't have to turn there. Just in, 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 in Luke chapter 5, verse 38, it says it like this. Put the new wine. Must be put in a new bottle. And what happens? Both of them are preserved. <laughs> if you want to preserve your faith, stop dragging that old life with you, man. Stop dragging that old way with you. Put the new wine in the new bottle. The, the past is going to destroy you. The, I've seen so many Christians defeated because they're stuck in the past. They're stuck in the old way. They just don't want to let go of the old system. The old way of doing things, praise God. Listen, this is a new life, a new way, and a new system. Hallelujah. Come on, praise God. Listen, this is, this, what you did in the past is dead. I told somebody this morning, I said I was sitting back there, and this is what the Lord told me. He said, what's dead, leave it dead. Hallelujah. What's dead, leave it dead. If it was in the past, leave it dead, praise God. If it was destroying you in the past, leave it dead. You don't need to bring it up anymore. This is a new life and a new way and a new bottle. Hallelujah. Praise God. God, the right way. Serve Jesus. Put that new wine into that new bottle. Come on, Holy Ghost. Listen, I, I'm just preaching for a few minutes, but man, I'm going to jump out of this. <laughs> Come on. The new way. Forget about the old way. You're a new creature in Christ, right? Old things have passed away. What? Behold, all things become new. I don't want to go back. <laughs> 
Listen, the things that was destroying me, I don't want them anymore. Praise God. God has given me a new life. He's given me a new hope, Lawrence. a new faith. I don't have to walk in the defeats and the depression and discouragement of the past. Now, today is the day of salvation. Today is a new start, praise God. Forget about that junk that, that was destroying you. You don't need that. Walk in a new way. Brothers and sisters, listen to me. I don't know about you, but man, that makes me want to shout hallelujah. Praise God. Ain't that great? Ain't it great to feel that peace and that freedom? I don't have to carry the bags of the past, the garbage of the past in my life no more. That's the promise of God. All things are passed away. Behold, all things, everything from now on is what? Made new. God promised you that. Not Lenny. <laughs> Not Coat of Home Fellowship. God promised you that. If you'd walk and put the new life into the new bottle or wineskin, all is preserved. It's not going to be preserved if you put the old stuff. Listen, I can think about things I like to drag in this fate with me from the past. Hell, no, man. It would destroy me. It would destroy everything my fate is about. Because my fate places me one place, and that's forward my place listen the past is not going to change you can't undo scrambled eggs right let it go today is your day let it go today is your day listen to me i hear the cry of god in my spirit let it go you don't have to be defeated you don't have to listen whatever sins you committed is forgiven today Whatever you've done in your past life, as much as we hate it, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Make a new way. Get the new bottle and the new wine. Shove it in there, praise God. Stop trying to shove that garbage in there anymore. I'm a Christian, but I just can't let go. Let go. Come on, somebody. I'm a Christian, but it, it would hurt me so much. Let it go. Let it go. You don't have to turn there, but Luke 35, verse 39 says, chapter 5, verse 39. No man also, having drunk the old, straight away desires the new. Listen, I like the way I was living. I like my old religion. I like my old this. And they don't desire the new at first. <laughs> Come on. The old is dead. <laughs> you go to some Christians, well, I'm a Christian now, but I still hold on to this and a little of this and a little of this. Let it go. It's hard to get people to adapt. Even Paul in his, his preaching through his writings, you're seeing that the Jews, they knew Jesus was the Messiah, but they had a little problem letting go of the old religion. They had a little problem letting go the temple and letting go the, 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 the sacrifices. They still wanted to hold on to circumcision. I remember I read, read that in the Bible. They wanted Jesus, but they wanted the old way. They wanted Jesus, but they wanted the old customs and the old practices. They didn't desire Jesus all the way at first. They drank, was drinking that old stuff. And straight away, they didn't desire him. But Paul got out there and said, you're not saved by law. You're not saved by, you're saved by grace, not of faith, lest any man should boast. 
You're trying to hold on to something that's dead. Paul said the law died. Come on, you got to read this stuff, man. Paul said the law is dead. The law is dead to convict you of sin, but you're not bound by the law. You're walking in the spirit. The law of the spirit of Christ Jesus has made you free from the law of sin and death. As holy as the law is, as holy as the commandments are, they can never save you. You had to come into the new wine. You had to put that new faith into that new bottle. <laughs> you couldn't drag the old in there. You couldn't drag the old in there. And their faith was based upon the old, not on the new. And then straight away, they didn't desire the new. They wanted the old with the new. But I'm sorry to say it can't happen. The Ten Commandments are still there for us today. It's still, it's still God's character. You, you walk in sin, you're not going to get, you, you can't serve God. But it can't save you. Come on, somebody. But it was more than that. They, 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 were, commit, they were having sacrifices. They were doing all their customs and stuff. They didn't want to let it go. But he said, take the new wine. <laughs> And put it in the new bottle. I feel free this morning. Man. I feel the load of, of, of guilt and, and condemnation off of me. Because I am not responsible for what I've done in the past. Because if I've repented of it, it's gone. Come on, somebody. It's not there anymore. Come on. How many believe that? Praise God. You're free, free, free to walk in the Spirit and not be condemned by the flesh and sins of the flesh. I want you to go forward. I want you to go forward. I want to go forward. I can't go forward if I keep going backward. My Lord, Jesus is coming back. You know that? You know who's looking for those? Those that are going forward. <laughs> He's not going to look. You're going to find you in a dead religion somewhere. You got better be right with God and be going forward. You better be drinking out of that new wineskin, praise God. Hallelujah. Where there's freedom to worship and freedom to serve him in holiness and righteousness. Don't keep dragging the past into your life. I'm, I ain't going to be much longer. I said it wouldn't be long. We just letting the Holy Ghost move, man. <laughs> Listen, it don't take a lot sometimes. Hallelujah. If you leave here with a word from the Lord, I felt I've done my job. <laughs> Praise God. If you say today, I'm going to do that, Brother Lenny. I'm going forward. I'm putting new wine into the new skin. Praise God. I'm not going to be shoving my old life in there anymore. I've done something. I believe I've done something for the Lord. But if you go back and say, well, I'm back in my dump. I'm going to try to serve God, make myself miserable, beat myself, and do everything I can to make myself feel holy. It ain't going to happen, praise God. Come on, somebody. And hey, Listen, beating yourself and shaming yourself and making yourself feel low like dirt ain't going to happen. That ain't going to make righteousness dwell in your heart. You have to accept the plan of God. Accept the new wine. My Lord, I feel it, man. You got to drink of Jesus' wine. You got to come to his table where you receive the food and wine of Jesus freely, praise God. All you have to do is say, God, I'm going to serve you from this day all forward. I'm not going to look back. I'm not going to look back on my past sin anymore. I've repented of it. It's gone, praise God. It's put in a sea of forgetfulness, praise God. As far as the east is from the west, that's how far God puts your sins from you. Come on, somebody. How many know, know that's where God wants you? To be free? Amen. If the Son has set you free, what does it say? Amen. You're free indeed. 
Man, this is powerful, man. I feel the Holy Ghost. If you're free, you're free. I said, if you're free, you're free. <laughs> I said, there's not, no devil in hell could bound you up if you accept Jesus' freedom. Come on, Holy Ghost. But brother, it ain't perfect. I ain't either. <laughs> Thank God I ain't going to heaven on my righteousness because I'd be bound one way. <laughs> I'm going to heaven on Jesus' righteousness. And this Holy Spirit in my life, living a holy and a just life, fearing God, walking all the way. Say, God, what, how can I please you today? Is this, is this pleasing you? Is this in my life right? I got to follow his word. I got only one book for y'all. Come on, Holy Ghost. This book. Amen. Something reminded me. I told Janice yesterday morning. Something reminded me what Mary said when Jesus turned the water into wine. Told his disciples, you do what he says. <laughs> what did he say? Come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. That's the promise of the Lord, man. Come on, somebody. That's Jesus promised you that, not me. Come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden. I'll give, come and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you'll find rest to your soul. I hope the word is coming alive to you this morning. Let me read some stuff I wrote down, and I'm not going to keep you much longer. I think we had church this morning, okay? I mean, everybody singing, preaching. I mean, they were preaching. <laughs> they were pre I wrote some little things that I want to read. Number one, can, you cannot bring the old into the new. That's just bottom line. Jesus don't want you to hurt. Jesus don't want you to feel defeated. Jesus don't want you to feel rejected because he's given you the promise of eternal life. I'm asking you a question. How many feel burdened in this morning? Listen, I'm not, you don't have to raise your hand. Amen. I know in my life, even as a Christian, even as a pastor, I've learned a few things. That I weighed myself with so much guilt. Come on, Holy Ghost. So much bondage in my mind. I couldn't feel the freedom of God in my life. Mm. I tell you right now, brother, sisters, I feel free. I don't know about you, but I've accepted it. Amen. That the power is not in me, it's but in Christ. The power is not in me, but it's in Christ. He told that woman at the well, the water that I give you shall be a river flowing in, out of you to eternal life. God has given us a water to drink. He's given us wine to drink. He's given us the right way. And that's the only way you're going to find it. You cannot bring the past into the new. You cannot bring the old into the new. You have to let it go today, now, this morning, if you're going to be free. Number two, the old life has no, has no place with the new. Well, I thought, you know, if I joined a church and they give me a bunch of rules and regulations and they say I got to do it a certain way, a certain way, and a certain way, and a certain way, then that was faith. No, that's not faith. If it comes out of the heart of man, it's not faith. Come on, Come on Holy Ghost. Jesus told the disciples, he said, you deny the commandment of God to keep your own tradition. They had lowed the people down with traditions and customs. They couldn't even keep themselves. <clears throat> but they walked around looking holy. Hypocrites, that's what they were. Because they were telling you to do something they couldn't do themselves. 
Because they tried to, when Jesus came around, he exposed that. He said, you hypocrites. You paint the, the tombs white, the scepters white, but inside you, you're like dead men's bones. The Bible says this, that Paul said it, and in, in, when he said, you'll have a form of godliness, but you deny the power thereof. You think, the, you think salvation's in your religion, it's not. You think salvation is how much you suffer, it's not. You think salvation is how, how, how much you fast and, and how much you pray, and that's all good stuff, don't get me wrong, but it's not. You can't, you can't make or add to what Jesus already. What did Jesus say on the cross, mom? It's it is finished. What he's saying, there's nothing you can do to add to that. It is finished. Lawrence, that's a new wine, brother. That's a new bottle. Raise. We had, mom, all of y'all. That, that bottle, that bottle, that new wine, has to, that's a new bottle. You got to put the new wine into the new bottle. The old can never agree with the new, right? We look at the Old Testament. Don't never stop reading the Old Testament. The Old Testament is a shadow and a reflection of what Jesus did at Calvary. You didn't know sin but by the law, right? Listen, if I, I said that before, and I'm going to say it again. If the president and all the Congress would void every law in America today, how long would America last? You can kill who you want, rape who you want, run, steal what you want, burn what you want. Some of that's doing that today. <laughs> if there would never, if every law was gone, America would die in one day. Because laws are there to, to keep you from evil, right? Laws are set up there to keep you from harming others and protect other people. Law can never... Bring grace and salvation into your heart. I am a law. I like I, 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 the Ten Commandments. I'm always going to preach the Ten Commandments. I'm always going to tell you, "Thou shalt not." Thus said the Lord. That's the character of God. But even that, if you hold to that and say that's my salvation, then you're trying to drag the old into the new. Paul preached that you know, no drunkard, no fornicator, no adulterers, no can ever see the kingdom of God. That's in the Bible. He's grabbing that. Paul didn't have Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and John. He had the Old Testament. That's what he was using. But he understood that the Old Testament, the old way had to die before something new could be born, right? Amen. Jesus said, unless a corn go into the ground and die, it, 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 it will never raise up, right? See, Jesus fulfilled that, that promise of eternal Eternal life. When he died on the cross, that old that seed, that old way, that, all that, everything that the Old Testament was about died at the cross. You know, ceremonial law, the going to the temple, the offering the sheep and, and goats, and that, that was all done away with. But they were still trying <laughs> to bring it into the new way. Most of us were Catholic. You can't bring the old Catholic way. Into the new way. Some of them were uh, Protestant religious people. When they, they had a form of godliness. But they didn't deny. You can't bring that. You got to bring it Jesus' way. You got to. The only way you're going to do that. The only way you're going to find out the way Jesus. Is read the word. See what his plan is for your life. 
and know that he sets us free. The old and the new could never agree together. Other than the Ten Commandments, all the rest of it is dead, right? Other than the Ten Commandments, because we know God's character never dies. Ten, the Ten Commandments are not ten opinions. That doesn't think what God thinks you should do. It's God's character. Other than, than the Sabbath, because Jesus is our rest. At least nine of those commandments are still in effect. It's still sin, right? And if you choose to, do, to break those commandments, you break God's law. Now, I'm going to balance this out because most people say, well, I thought the Ten Commandments, they don't save you. The Ten Commandments are God's character. And if you're not going to live in God's way, you're not going to be saved, right? But they themselves don't save you. They tell you what sin is. That separates you from God. Jesus made it very clear. They were set up as a schoolmaster. They were there to teach you what sin was. But they still can't save you. <laughs> There's only one, the only one place for sanctification is as at Calvary. There's only way you can find salvation is through Jesus. Listen, when you get born again, you're not going to want to sin. You hear what I'm saying? You're not going to want to lie. You're not going to want to cuss. You're not going to want to uh, commit adultery. You're not going to want to make him. You're not going to want to carry that old way into the new wineskin. The old and the new does not speak the same thing or the same, go say the same thing. Romans 8. Verse 2, and I'm going to finish with this one, okay? Romans chapter 8, verse 2. What is, what, is, what is the plan for your life in the Lord? Now, I am not your judge, okay? Please don't. People come here, I want them to learn about the Lord, right? And when I say behind this pulpit, it's so you can leave out of there and apply it to your life. I can't save you. Listen, I wrestle with my faith every day. And if I know I give in to Satan one inch, he's going to take a mile. Come on. Romans chapter 8, verse 2. You give Satan one inch, he's taking a mile. The Bible warns us to guard our heart, Right? When I guard my heart, I know that the Holy Spirit is trying to keep me in one place. We should feel strange when we sin. We should feel, you know, I, I do. I don't know about you, but when I, when I fail God, I, I feel it. Amen. The worst thing you can do is justify and say, oh, that's, everybody sins. No, nobody's perfect. That's a lie from the pits of hell. You don't have to sin. Come on, especially if you're a born-again believer. The world does it because they don't have no power over sin. Come on, somebody. The world does it because they can't fight sin, because they're born, they're sinners. But for you, when somebody says, oh, nobody's perfect, run from them. I mean, I mean perfect to say that, you know, you're not going to do everything perfect. Really? 
Come on, be for real. You, you think you're going to walk perfectly every time? You think you're going to think perfectly? That's not what I'm talking about. When you hear people start saying things like, oh, nobody's perfect. Everybody sins. You know where they've been, right? You get where I'm coming from? You know where they've been. Tell me how I can be perfect. Tell me how I can please God. Tell me how I can walk for God. Don't tell me how you, you, you're defeated. Don't tell me how you, you're a failure. That makes sense to you? I don't want to hear, especially when it comes from a preacher that knows better, that says, well, nobody's perfect. It's almost like it's nothing. You know, Sister Cat? Like sin is nothing. It's almost like, why, do, why even try? I'm going to try. All right? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win because Jesus gave me that promise. If I can faithfully serve him, he's going to give me the power to overcome sin. Right? And I don't have to sin. You're feeling guilty today. Tell the devil, I'm giving my life to Jesus. I'm trusting in him. And I'm going to serve him with my life. Brand new start. Brand new life. Right? Verse 1 says this. And there's therefore no condemnation. What are we condemnation? Guilt, shame, weight, condemnation. Just guilt. I feel condemned. I'm, I'm condemned. I'm, I'm feeling like I'm evil. I feel like I, I can't please God. There is no condemnation, none, to those who are in Christ Jesus. <laughs> Come on, brother. You hear what I'm saying? I didn't write that. There's, you shouldn't be feeling condemned if you're right with God. Amen. There's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Who do, who do what? Who live not after the flesh, but after the spirit. There's two laws working, the law of the flesh and the law of the spirit. What, which one are you in? If you're in the spirit, you're a victory. You, you got victory. The Bible says I'm, I'm more than an overcomer. And I was sharing, kind of gesturing back there a while ago. When was in the I said, most Christians said, man, I'm just struggling for Jesus. <laughs> Come on. Seriously. I'm just, I'm just dragging my feet. Me and the Lord, we like this, but man, it's hard. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, it's rough, but this faith is worth it. No matter how much I suffer and I'm beat up and I'm defeated, I'm going to serve the Lord. Well, you're not supposed to be beat up and you're not supposed to be defeated. We're more than overcomers. Amen. <laughs> I like that when Brother Michael tell that story about the boxer. <laughs> Y'all remember that? The boxer, he got in that ring, man, and he, listen, it was a $10 million fight. And, they, and they're going at it, man. And, man, man they blood flying everywhere. I mean, and one prevails. He gets up there. I mean, he's all swollen eyes, beat up, and raises his hand, he won. He overcame, right? And there comes his little wife and grabs that $10 million check. She was more than overcome. <laughs> really? <laughs> Uh, who was the more than overcomer? <laughs> Come on. She, gra she, she grabbed the check. He got all the beating, man. <laughs> I'm more than an overcomer. <laughs> I'm not saying that I go through trials. Listen to me. Praise God. I'll be lying to you. Because it's impossible that tribulations will not come. But woe unto them. 
that, are, that, that, that offend the little ones. It's more, better a millstone be tied around their neck and be thrown in depth than offend one of God's children. God watches over you. He's gonna, he is the payer backer. He's the one that's going to reward you and, 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 and settle everything. But he says here, and I'm going to finish, okay? Verse 2. For the law of the Spirit in Christ Jesus had done what? Uh-uh, that's not what it says. It says, it says half free. It says a quarter percent free. It says that you're always going to be a sinner. Ha <laughs> ha! Come on, baby. Hallelujah. I feel like preaching. It says you're always going to be defeated. Nope. And no matter what, God wants you busted, broken, beaten up. Hallelujah. That's not what it says. It says, free. I like that word. <laughs> listen, you ever went? Listen, I, me and I was driving a dump truck the other day. And I, I stopped at a store. The man didn't have no drinks, but he had, a, he had some Sprite in his freezer. I said, you want me to pay? Oh, it's free. I said, man, I got two free I felt good about having a free Sprite. <laughs> it feels good to get free. <laughs> free. It's free. <laughs> God has made you free. For those that do what? The law. Well, let me, let me finish. Let me read it one more time. For the law of the Spirit in life has made you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do. What he said? What he could not do. What, what couldn't it not do? It couldn't make you free, right? And I know people that believe in, you know, this, this uh, thing of uh, uh, perfection uh, gospel where they believe that they're, they're perfect and stuff because they follow the law. The Bible doesn't say that. See, what the law could not do. What the law could not do. That it was weak in What? Through the flesh, God sent in his only son in the likeness of a sinful flesh. And according to a kind of sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. That the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in what? In us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Ah. Now, you don't have to answer me seriously. How many of you feel free this morning? I mean, free, just, just can worship God or not, con not condemned by the things of the past anymore. Just feel free to, to, to open and to seek God and, and know that this, you're not bound by the law of sin and death no more. You, you, you're, you're in Christ, free to serve Him. Hallelujah. I'm going to stop. I can preach all day, brother. <laughs> but he says this. What the law could not do. And he's saying this. Paul is saying this. Don't look to the law because it can't set you free. For what the law could not do, he sent his son in sinful flesh. It meant Jesus didn't have no sin, but he was flesh. He could have sinned, but he did. And he paid the price for you. Now, I, I hear people say, well, that, that's... I'm all saved off. No, you're not, you can lose it. How do you obtain this freedom? You have to walk in God's will. John said it like this. Love not the world, neither the things of the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. 
What is in the world? The lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life is not from the Father, but of the world. But he that doeth the will of God. <laughs> Come on, go read that. You got, to be, you got to do the will of God to be free, right? You can't, live, you can't go to heaven living like hell. It's not going to happen. If you're free today, live for God. Obey Him. Listen, I got to get up every morning and make a decision in my life for the Lord. I told Janice, I said, as much as I like to, I can't save my children. I can't save my wife. She can't save me. I feel the presence of God. I got to make a decision whether I'm going to live for God on my own. And you have to do the same thing. The first people you want to get to go to heaven with you is your, is your wife and your kids and your children. Amen. But you still can't save them. The best thing you're going to do for them is be a testimony. <clears throat> Let mama and daddy show us how to live for God. Come on, somebody. Husband or wife shows how to live for God. Let, 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 let's be a testimony to who Jesus is. I'm telling you right now, we're going to win more than we're going to lose if we do that, right? Amen. Y'all stand up. Praise God. Listen, I was just getting excited. I just love talking about freedom. Praise God. I, I like being free. And again, it's for you to receive it, okay? When you leave today, you can just throw this message in the garbage if you want. And you're going to stay in bondage. I'm not, it's not a message that comes from me, seriously. Because there's something I, I was, I told Janice that the other, I was just listening to a message I preached on fight the good fight of faith. And I realized that if I'm going to win, and I'm, I'm going to have to fight to keep this freedom. You hear what I'm saying? Come on, we see it today. Poor people in Ukraine, they've been bound by, by a God-hating communist. That all he wants to do is satisfy his own desires, and his own passion for power. And these people are losing their homes and their, and their careers and their jobs and their families. But they have a few straggling out there that's fighting for their freedom. You know what that? Amen. They got some soldiers that they don't got much, but they, they, they're fighting. Wouldn't you, be rather, wouldn't you rather die fighting to keep your freedom than just sit on the sideline and lose it? Just to, At least you fought. <laughs> Remember uh, Esau, Jacob's brother? What did he think about his salvation? He sold it for a bowl of soup. He wanted the material blessing. That's everybody. Oh, I want the, the, the cars and the houses and the money. But the thing that he needed, you know, when he sold his birthright, he sold what was spiritual. He didn't have no regards for it. That's why God said he hated Esau. And love Jacob. I don't want to get off on another story about God. But it's true. Because Esau had no regards for what's spiritual. Do you regard what you have with God today? Your salvation, your very freedom, your access to heaven. Is it precious to you? My Lord, think about that. We're so busy trying to find to feed the feed the flesh, and, and we're leaving out the spirit. So what if you ain't driving a Cadillac? 
You got a car to come to church. <laughs> come on, somebody. So, but what if you not, don't have the biggest house to live in? Hey, you got a home. See, we're too busy looking for how big we can get like the Joneses and turn around. We're missing out what the Spirit is saying to us. Is your faith, now listen to me, praise God, please listen to me real. Is your faith the most precious thing to you today? You're not going to lose, you're not going to gain friends. You're going to get people separating themselves from, because it says, be separated, say the Lord. Be separated, Lord. For I'll be your God and you shall be my. But it also says that have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. I can read you scripture after scripture. If we take our faith as the most important, I got I got my faith more important than her. It has to be. And vice versa. There's only one thing that matters is what you believe. And the only thing that's good, listen, Ray, what's going to set you free, brother, is what you believe. Not what I say. What you believe is, is the freedom that you can enjoy in the Lord. Because it's just not saying a little prayer, you know, and saying, well, I'm saved now. It's much more than that. As much as I believe in the sinner's prayer, it's still, it's not just words. It's knowing that your life has been changed. I've had some people tell me, man, Lenny, I felt like the load just came off. You ever prayed with somebody and they said that? I felt like a load. It did. I felt like water just washing me out. You know, I said, man, it's just, it's just a freedom, man. Now you're not bound. Listen, don't let the devil make you believe you're bound. You're not if you trust in the Lord. You're not bound. Amen? Amen. Father, we thank you for this morning, Lord. I just thank you for your word this morning. I pray that we can enjoy the freedom, my God, the freedom that you've given us, Lord God. I want to feel the freedom. I want to feel the peace. I want to feel the grace. I want to feel the, the forgiveness, the, the mercy, Lord God. Father, hear me. Hear us. In the name of Jesus.